Don't worry, be happy, and you're in the right place. We'll keep you happy between now and three o'clock. Cast your mind back. 1972. The then Premier was uh, Don Dunstan, and uh, among his many, many lists of wonderful achievement, uh, he established the State Theatre Company. Oh, a pennyworth of shade from yew tree before your charity is leafless under nibbling frost. Oh, a purse pairing of sunlight. Oh, even the silver facing of rain's tribute in autumn. Now, have you not played your parts? Look aside. Look aside. That was Don Dunstan reading the poem Autumn Landscape. No surprise, really, when you uh, listen to the conviction in his voice that he was the one that had the vision to uh, set up the State Theatre Company. 47 years later... The State Theatre Company has certainly delivered that vision, becoming one of the most successful in the country, launching the careers of many, many actors, many writers and many directors, not to mention assisting the career of the likes of Mel Gibson, Ruth Cracknell, Judy Davis, Gary MacDonald, Geoffrey Rush, Hugo Weaving, Jackie Weaver, and the list goes on and on. The exciting news is the tradition is continuing and it's in the hands of a very, very capable man, the new artistic director, Mitchell Butel. Hello there. Thank you, Alan. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming in. Um, congratulations. You've been in the gig since the beginning of the year, really, but That's this right. is the first time we've caught up with you. You've also announced the 2020 season and what a lineup. I've got to say, congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. It's we're really really excited uh building on the great work that Geordie Brookman's done during his tenure but yeah. we're kind of he- heading in a kind of a new direction this year a lot a lot of comedy provocative comedy a lot of new work international work we're going to have a bit of fun this year in 2020. Because you are pushing the envelope quite a bit, aren't you? As you say, you're heading in a lot of different directions. Was that difficult to actually say, hang on, this is what I'm going to do? Or, or do you say, no, this is the my stamp I'm going to put on this, this It's this interesting because having worked for the company, I worked first yeah. worked for the company 20 years ago mm. in a, a production that Rosalba Clemente directed, who was the AD then, and it was a very edgy piece called Unidentified Human Remains. And, and I think, do think Adelaide has an appetite for provocative and challenging, if it's entertaining, work? And so I thought, let's uh, let's push the envelope. Let's get some letters to the editor happening. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay, give us... A, th- th- there's... Um, uh how many shows? We've eight, got eight, eight, eight in our main eight season yeah. and two in our stateside season. And uh, we've got a, a we're back in the Adelaide Festival with a piece called Dance Nation, which was is an or Dance Nation, I should say. Now that I'm yes, in Adelaide, back in Adelaide, yes. uh, which is an electric piece about uh, t- uh, teenage girls and kind of um, a rites of passage story. We've got a brilliant South Australian play called Euphoria about life in regional communities. Nancy Hayes is back at the company yeah. in a fantastic comedy at the end of the year. Uh, Jonathan Biggins as Paul Keating in the Gospel According to Paul. A beautiful and very funny satirical piece um the seven stages of grieving with fantastic uh, first nations actress elaine crombie uh a, a kind of uh, interesting new take on the old film gaslight uh the ingrid bergman charles boyer film mm-hmm. and uh a really incredible kind of meta theatrical piece called the writer that we're doing in association with sydney theater company which is truly truly mind-bending so uh oh and single asian female a fantastic comedy yeah. about set in a sunshine coast uh, chinese restaurant with uh two generations of chinese women which is very funny so a lot of uh 
interesting stories about who we are now as a culture and as a, as a nation, uh, where we could be, our kind of aspirations for the future, but all through the prism of something deeply entertaining. Was it difficult, though? Because, I mean, we, we have the tradition of, of uh, the, the program over the last uh, sort of decade, couple of decades, really. Um, you've broken that, that mould, and congratulations for doing that. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful way to go. Was it difficult, though? What criteria did you use to know how far outside the norm? Yeah, well, it's interesting. Like, the the, the board and the... Um, have set quite a beautiful strategic plan about the kind of works they want to see, and I've, I've really much f- uh, followed that to a great degree. So in terms of the importance of South Australian voices... Mm of diversity, of kind of uh, culturally and linguistically representation of First Nations people, but also the best of international, or new international writing and classics, Australian and international, kind of twisted. So so really, a lot of the work was done for me by that fantastic strategic plan, which I've just had to, to fill in a, a bit. But uh, it's been a, a privilege to also meet with many of our subscribers and audiences and the local artists here to find out what they're interested in doing. Mm. So mm. that's informed a lot of the, mm. the choices as well. Well, because any production relies so much, doesn't it, not just on the performers that are on the stage. That's who we engage with visually. But think about their costumes. Think mm. about, you know, all the behind-the-scenes the, the stuff. That's right. And we're so lucky here to have incredible designers and lighting designers and costume designers and, and movement teachers and voice teachers. It's such a great community here. So I'll be using the best of all of those wonderful people. Mm. I love uh, one of your quotes that I've, that I've heard attributed to you is um, the discussions around the water cooler next year are going to be very, very different. That's right. That's right. But the next day, did you see that show? What did you think was happening? Uh, so that, I mean, I, I think converse, uh, conversations that are spurred from theatre shows are always kind of fun, but I think they'll particular, be particularly fun this year. Mm. Um, the other thing is uh, regional South Australia and the education side of the state theatre uh, company. Mm. Tell us about that. It's wonderful. Uh, it's it's something that's it's grown over the last few years. We, we our show, Animal Farm, which which was Geordie Brookman's last show for the uh, company, toured to 17 regional venues last year around South Australia and, and also played the space at the Festival Centre. And similarly, Euphoria, Emily Steele, fantastic mm-hmm. um, South Australian player, wrote her play, which is a beautiful, redemptive uh, two-hander about a life in a, in a regional town, but and these two actors play like all the townsfolk. It's someone said it's like you know, under Milkwood, South Australian <laughs> style. So uh, it's a really huge. It's a very important thing to us, um, our, our kind of regional connection. And uh, we did a play a couple of years ago called Gods of Strangers, yeah. which was based in Port Pirie. And another um, South Australian writer is currently under commission to uh, writing another piece about another South Australian town. So that'll hopefully come to fruition in twenty twenty one. So. It's very important to us to get out there as much as possible. And th- the 39 Steps, which we did recently and revived, that's, be- that's uh, been going around the regions as well. So it's a huge, um, wonderful thing for us to be able mm. to do that. Mm, absolutely. Um, and uh, the, the younger audience, do you... Do you- do you keep them in, in, in the back of your mind when, you, when you're Very much so. Because they're um, the future. That's they? right, that's yeah. right. Which is not to say, I mean, our fantastic uh, elder audiences were amazing because they're, they're so erudite and wise and they've seen so much theatre yeah. and lived such mm. lives, so so not for a second. But they're I, rusted on. We can rely on them. Yes, but I need to entertain them and keep yeah, them, true. keep that's them, true. keep them, mm. keep them um, mm. fed properly. Uh, and they're wonderful. But it's, it's super important to me to, to kind of engender um, access for new audiences as well. And that was 
was the thing this year. Already I've had lots of young people and young theatre makers and, and young students say, I'm coming to these shows. I've subscribed for the first time, which is wonderful. And and also doing Single Asian FEMA, I really want to introduce um, different kind of cultural groups into our yeah. audience as well. So mm. so that's the hope. Because bit... that's been missing in the past, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, look, I think a, a play like Single Asian Female will be the first time the company's done a play that, that where the, the kind of Asian voices are directly at the centre. So that that's really, really... Yeah. And it's it's in the guise of entertainment too, but it also kind of packs a big emotional punch, that show. And there's a lot of karaoke. Can't go wrong. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> on, on a winner there. Tell us about the seven stages of grieving. That's a beautiful play written by Wesley Enoch and the great Deborah Mailman, who's now back on TV yeah. in um, Total Control. And doing a great job. Is she the last great? Night? My goodness. <laughs> wow. It's so good. So that was written 25 years ago. and um, But now Elaine Crombie, as I said, a beautiful actress from Port Perry, Helpman Award-winning actress, directed by... Indigenous actress um, Shari Sebbins and Wes and Deborah have said, you know what, you can update that a little bit to cover the last 25 years. It's a, a beautiful piece that has, has been done a few times before and done once before by our company. But it says a lot about, you know, what it is to be, you know, um, an Aboriginal person yeah. living in society, what what kind of invasion, colonisation meant. But it's told through this kind of, in this kind of cabaret format as well. So, and Elaine's threatened to have a stripper pole in this version. <laughs> so we'll see how we go with yeah, that. Yeah, OK. So. <laughs> we'll have to get that one past the, the censor. That's it. Um, yeah, it, it's very funny, but also very moving. That's right. Like really it's a beautiful stuff. piece. And yeah. she's such a phenomenal actress. Yeah. We're thrilled to have that on yeah. in the season. We're talking about uh, the... Uh, the State Theatre Company's 2020 season and it's an absolute ripper. Uh, stick around. After the break, we'll uh, meet someone else uh, who is... Uh, well, we're in good hands. Let's, let me put it that way as far as the future of the arts in South Australia is concerned. That's coming up next. The Australian government has cut taxes so you can keep more of your money. More than 10 million hard-working Australians will benefit from tax relief of up to $1,080 for singles and $2,160 for couples. All you have to do is lodge your tax return. To find out about how you benefit from the Australian government's tax cuts, visit bettertax.gov.au. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. From Tasmania to Thailand, from Port Lincoln to Portugal, whether close to home or further afield, cruise and maritime voyages can take you to over 280 beautiful destinations. Book by 31 October and enjoy buy one, get one free early booking specials on selected cruises, including cruises from Adelaide. Experience traditional British cruising together with service you'll love aboard our smaller, more intimate ships. Discover the cruise and maritime voyages difference today. Visit your travel agent or CMV Australia.com. Hey, um, Siri, can you give me directions to... Hey, it's McGain here. Huh? Giving Siri the day off. Oh, cool. Well, I need directions to Chalk Hill Winery McLaren Vale. And... Too easy. Keep going down Brighton Road. You'll pass five McGain signs. Hang a left at Old Nalunga, pass another three signs on the way to the top of the hill. Then you'll see a turn on your left and another sign saying... Sold by McGain? Again. Yeah. We really do know Adelaide. What brings the people of the port together apart from a Port Power home game? It's not the wharf, lighthouse or local pub. It's a place where you can get that weekly shop just right at Romeo's Foodland. And fill a script at Chemist Warehouse without paying a cent for a park. Or grab a coffee and a bite to eat. Try your luck on the lotto and treat yourself to a fresh cut, Manny, Petty and more. It's everything you could want across 18 specialty shops and counting. It's Port Mall. 
the heart and soul of the port. Harvey Norman, your destination for the new Google Pixel 4. Pre-order now and receive a bonus $150 Harvey Norman gift card. Get the shot without the flash. Night Sight is now faster and easier to use. It lets you capture rich detail and colour, even in the dark. Pre-order the new Google Pixel 4 at Harvey Norman now and receive a bonus $150 Harvey Norman gift card. Offer ends October 23rd. Terms and conditions apply. See in-store for details. Go, Harvey, go. Hey, something surprising just happened. Really? What? I just got some sound financial advice. Really? That's not common. No, it's uncommon. Sounds like uncommon common sense to me. Yeah, and I love it. Well, I love it too. Having trouble making sense of things lately? Like finding a financial advisor you can trust. Visit this website, midsec.com.au, and things will begin to make sense again. midsec.com.au We've got nurses on the floor who are doing double shifts and getting exhausted. Some days you wonder, have I done it properly? Have I missed something? You get fearful some days because you just have no time because there is no staff. Why should patient care be affected? For every extra patient in a nurse's care, there is a 12% rise in inpatient deaths. Stand with nurses and midwives as we stand up for safe staffing. Authorised by Ida Bars, Australian Nursing and Midwifery Federation, SA Branch, Ridleyton. In Adelaide and across South Australia, this is Alan Hickey. Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Caravan Repairs. Easy insurance repairs, fast. Just coming up 11 minutes away from 2 o'clock. Hope you're uh, enjoying that wonderful sunshine. The good news or the bad news, depending on which side of the fence you're sitting on, there's going to be more coming. In fact, uh, we're going to be into the mid-30s by uh, midweek. At the moment, we're having a very interesting uh, and enlightening discussion with uh, Mitchell uh, Butel, who's the uh, Artistic Director of the State Theatre Company of South Australia. And also with us today is uh, Clara Solly Slade, who is lucky enough to be the Helpman Academy's inaugural emerging Director Fellow. What a title. Congratulations. Hello Thank there, you. Clara. Hello, how are you? I'm well, I'm well. What does that title mean? I'd yeah. love to see a business card, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of slashes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, so it's an amazing position which um, started this year and basically it means I'm split um, half between State Theatre Company in South Australia and half between State Opera. And I'm just trying to go in and learn as much as I can, really. I have some set projects that I'm on with both companies throughout the year and just getting to talk to artists and be in rooms and, yeah, all these amazing learning opportunities. Interesting mix. Yeah. Opera and state theatre. Yeah. The world of operas are new to me, so that's been a whole new kettle of fish, which has been amazing, and it's been great getting to kind of compare because the processes in the rooms are really different, totally different forms. And Tell us about your background. Uh, you've been, you know, you've got a pretty impressive career thus far. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I started off as a actor. I went to um, AC Arts in Adelaide mm -hmm. and then kind of have been doing a little bit of performing stuff over the last few years and then the last kind of year and a half have probably started to move a little bit more into direction and arts facilitation stuff and just trying to develop that side of my practice. Why is that? Why, I mean, you, you want to be on the stage. Does that hope sort of fade and move into another genre like, what's happening to you or what what brings that about yeah that's a good question um i don't think it was necessarily that kind of hope faded i think it was just i think as an 
actor, you kind of, or as a director, you kind of get to go, okay, well, what's really exciting me in terms of society or in terms of spiritually or creatively Mm. or whatever, and you kind of get to decide what questions it is that you want to interrogate at the moment, and I guess you then get to kind of choose the material that you're working on a little bit more rather than, I guess, waiting for an opportunity to come up that maybe kind of aligns with what things are interesting you about the world at the moment. Yeah, yeah. You've got more control, perhaps. Yeah, or... I, I, I guess more control to engage in the um, ideas that you want to interrogate as opposed to <laughs> I hope that I don't become a director who just is doing it because they're getting a power trip from having control. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. More... I'll put that to you too, Mitchell, uh, because you, you've, you know, you've had a remarkable career both as a director and an actor. Now you're the artistic director of the whole theatre company. What's it, how do you decide which is which at what time? Well, uh, I, I'm lucky because I'm still an actor yeah. as well. So I'm acting in one of the pieces next year. So I'm, I'm playing the evil dance teacher in Dance Nation, not Dance Nation, <laughs> uh, and directing Nancy Hayes in Ripcord. So I'm, I'm lucky I get to kind of exercise both muscles. But it's interesting as an artistic director, you you know, I've been involved with most of the major state theatre companies in Australia over my yeah. 27 long year <laughs> career. And uh, getting into a position like this, it's kind of the... the great thing to learn it's not about your dream projects or your vanity works it's actually about how can i best facilitate the work of the people here so that whole notion of um you know fiefdom isn't really right. there which is great because you're, you're actually just a conduit for, for uh, getting the best people on the stages and getting for the work the audiences want to see so it's, it's an immense immense and beautiful privilege mm, so it's, mm, uh, absolutely fills me with joy yeah absolutely <laughs> um clara you're also assistant director on dance night Get yes. Dance, Dance Nation. Nation. Yeah, Dance, Dance Nation. Nation. Dance Nation. Uh, what is Dance Nation or Dance Nation? Yeah, so uh, that's the show that's going to be the first up in the season next year yep. and it's uh, super exciting. It's a play by um, Claire Barron, who's an American playwright, and it's just this kind of explosive, exciting um, theatre piece that's about a group of young females who are kind of 12 to 14 um, who are members of a competitive dance team in America and it kind of, it's, the actors are all various ages but played by much older women who aren't necessarily, it's not necessarily a cast of people who look young Um, and it kind of explores puberty, it explores femininity, it explores um, yeah, competitiveness, it kind of really beautifully captures this kind of I think Claire captures this kind of duality in moments where it will be like this total fragility and self-doubt at the same time that will then swing to this like wild self-confidence and empowerment and there's this real kind of like primal instinct between the girls which Mm. just bursts out of them at points and then they kind of like pack it back up and it just I think she just manages to capture really beautifully these moments where it's just like these two opposing emotions and sometimes she manages to just like capture them in the same thing which I think is that period in your life so beautifully where you have these moments where you're like oh, I feel like an adult and I understand the world and then like in the same second you're like I have no idea what's going on and I don't know what my body is and I don't know what's yeah. happening and I don't know how I'm supposed to own the space that a I'm typical 15 year old we've said it's like dance mums meets hunger games because it's yes. quite ferocious yeah. as well yes. and very very funny yes yeah. and there's like just these crazy stage directions which I'm very excited to see how Amara kind of tackles because you read it you're like oh wow cool someone <laughs> grows 14 foot tall in one speech and sprouts fangs that start dripping blood. Yeah. You're like, good luck with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, exactly. absolutely. Yeah, keep watching, yeah. keep watching. This is this is for both of you. When when you take on a on a project of a of a performance, 
How much of yourself as a director can you put into that? Wow. You know, there's a script. Mm. Okay, how much of... How much influence can you have on that script? Yeah, it's interesting. Like playing the evil dance teacher, dance teacher in this one, <laughs> I'll get to like exercise all those demons. I think. I, I think. I mean, Meryl Streep talks about you know you when you're playing a character, it's not about removing yourself from it. It's about mm. finding that box within yourself that mm. connects most mm. to that to that character and, and exposing and excavating that. So I, I always think acting is more a revelation of different parts of yourself ra- rather than it being a disguise, and that's. Uh, Getting, you know, get to show new new elements, which mm. is always mm. super satisfying. Mm. That must be something new for you in this position as as assistant director on this show. Yeah, um, in terms of kind of moving out of the way. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Mm. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I think maybe from a directing point of view as well, it's also kind of like finding the questions that you think the writer is trying to ask and also trying to just get out of the way of imposing too much on those questions and just asking yeah. the audience those questions as well mm. rather than kind of trying to go, oh, I have the answers to these questions as yep. a director and I want to show that I've got the answers, just mm. kind of getting out Sit the Sit down and it. listen because I've got it. Uh, that's yeah. it. Yeah. And Imara yeah. Savage, who's directing it uh, with, with Clara, is amazing. She directed Mr Burns, a post-electric play for State Theatre Company a few years ago and she's a deeply questioning and wonderful mind. So I know uh, the two of you are going to have such a great time working mm. together. Mm. I look forward to taking your notes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, now, also, we should mention, um, if I haven't been already, I should be a, uh, a subscriber to the State Theatre Company. There are benefits uh, for me it's to sign one, up. We have such a devoted crew of subscribers. At the launch, actually, I got people to stand up and said, who's been standing for, you know, five years, keep standing, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, you know. And there were many who have been, have been subscribing for 40 years, so we have a very devoted group. And I think because, A, they love it, B, you get incredible discounts if you subscribe early, right. 20% discount. Counts. Uh, 20%. And we've offered this year, I think, called a flexi subscription too, which means if, if you, you know, if you, if you want to subscribe now, but think, oh, I don't know what my dates are going to be, and, you know, you can actually subscribe, get the discount, get the best seats, but you can choose what dates you want later during the year. Right, so okay. uh, so it's a way a way of getting in through the door early. And we've got uh, full uh, subscriptions for full-time students now. And also some of our seasons, because of venue availability, are a bit shorter this year. So I'd recommend people getting in as soon as possible because you will miss out this year if you don't get in early. Mm. So we want to give our subscribers the first bite of the apple and then uh, our lovely single ticket buyers can come later. Okay, so if you want to see uh, the program or um, log on as a subscriber, which uh, I'd uh, implore you all to do, the, the place to do it is at State Theatre Company. It's all one word, statetheatrecompany.com.au. Yeah. And uh, listen, have a, have a wonderful season. I look forward to uh, seeing you next year when it all kicks off. Thank you so much for having us, Alan. Thanks a lot. All right, stick around.